0: Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. To attend one of our live shows, go to sparklondon.com. Okay, I've been a psychoanalytic psychotherapist in London for 30 years now. But my first and, in many ways, most memorable interpretation was made when I was a skinny, bearded 19-year-old tripping for the first time. And I made this interpretation to two armed Chicago policemen. It was 1969, and I'd just returned to Chicago for my first year at university. And top of my to-do list was take LSD. So I did it one night with a group of old high school friends. And after the initial rush, you know, saying incredible 200 times in a row, (laughs) we decided to go down to the Lake Michigan. We weren't the only people with that idea. That night, it was a warm summer night, and the lake is one of the few places that's cool in Chicago. But we were enjoying the breeze and uh, the moon and the good conversation, the lapping of the waves when the police cruiser came around the first time. And its loud hailer announced that the curfew was soon to be in effect and everybody had to leave the beach. Uh, We got up like good citizens and uh, wandered a couple of hundred yards down the road, but then the grass looked awfully inviting. And we sat down again. And that's where we were when the police cruiser came around the second time. This time, the hail was much more urgent. The curfew is now in effect. Everybody must leave the beach immediately. Suddenly, and uncharacteristically, I was seized with a kind of 60s revolutionary fervor. <laughs> the beaches belong to the people, I thought. <laughs> And before my friends could do anything about it, I chased after this police car and stopped it by banging on its hood several times. And I said to the policeman inside, we've got to talk. Rather wearily, they both got out of the car. And I remember thinking, you look a lot bigger now than you did sitting in that car. And I also remember noticing their billy clubs and revolvers on their leather belts. And I did have a kind of faint thought in the back of my mind, this may not have been your most brilliant idea, Joe. (laughs) But I ignored that, because I had a mission. So I started lecturing this police about the beaches and how they belong to the people, and they were depriving the people of the uses of the beaches. And then I said, you know, you and I both know that this whole curfew thing was never enforced before last year. And the previous year, 1968, the Democratic Convention was in Chicago, and the radical demonstrators were all gathered in the park. And the mayor, Mayor Daly, one of the last big city stars in the United States, didn't like this. So he found an obscure parks regulation it's prohibiting the gathering of more than three people in the park after 11 o'clock. And he used that as an excuse to sick the policemen on the demonstrators. And there was, according to the Warren Commission later, a police riot. But afterwards, to show that he wasn't being arbitrary in the enforcement of this curfew, Mayor Daley had instructed the police to enforce it from now on. So I went through that history with the cops, but I could see they were distinctly bored. I wasn't getting to them at all. So I kind of stopped. And I just kind of searched my fevered brain for some form of words, something I could say to them that would really convince them of the rightness of my cause. And then I had it. This is all about Mayor Daly's penis, I told them. <laughs> and I liked that formulation so much, I repeated it again this is all about Mayor Daley's penis. (laughs) And then there was a silence, a rather long silence, (laughs) during which I had plenty of time to wonder about the wisdom of talking about Mayor Daley's penis (laughs) to two of Chicago's finest. And then one of the policemen kind of uh, cleared his throat, and he said to me, you know, it's not that easy being a policeman. (laughs) And the other policeman said, you know, somebody threw a brick through our window last week. (laughs) And suddenly, it was like the barrier between us had come down. You know, they were no longer the law. I was no longer the hairy enemy. My friends, who had been at a pretty safe distance away, sort of gathered in. And we all had this really intense, honest conversation. And as it went on, I was kind of aware out of the corner of my eye that all the people who had left the beach were now returning. And after about half an hour, one of the police looked at his watch and looked at his partner, and then he said to me, You're all right. You can stay on the beach tonight. And uh, we shook hands, and they drove off. And true to their word, they didn't return. And that night, at least, the beaches really did belong to the people. (laughs) Spark Encore is back on Thursday with hand-picked tales of In Pursuit. Join us in Exmouth Market on Thursday the 26th of March from 7.30 for London's original and best storytelling club. Full details at sparklondon.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.